When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Failure is a part of success, Definitely. for sure, because, yeah. you know, and it depends on how you react to failure. So if, if you fail at something that doesn't work out perfectly and you just give up, you, and, and giving up is not, pivoting and switching gears is not giving up. Figure out what it is you're passionate about, you know, figure out what it is you really like, figure out what it is And everybody say like that, work. but it's so true. You gotta do yeah. something you like to do. And if you think about it, all successful people speak the same stuff. And all of it's biblical, whether you wanna make it the universe, laws of the universe, you wanna say it's a secret, it's all biblical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that goes for relationships, that goes for money, that goes for business, or any aspect of your life. I was afraid that if God gave me all these talents and I didn't utilize all of them, I was failing him. So I was like, you know what, I don't want when my time comes for me to look at God and Him say anything except for how pleased He is with what I've done. Pay attention and listen, we about to teach class. Inside the vault, my man asks cash to get your man right. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. to see him change your life. Millionaire mind set the best on earth. Blueprint to wealth and knowledge network. To get it while you can and extend it right here. Just come inside the vault and see black millionaires all year. So welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. When I tell you we're going to keep bringing you heat after heat after heat, I'm so excited about this interview because, you know, when I started watching or, or seeing reality television, one of the things I was like, man, why they always got us looking crazy on reality television? Uh, then my wife and I stumbled upon uh, a reality series called Married to Medicine, and it was like a, you know, like fresh air, like breath, a breath of fresh air, um, and just, just watching different journeys of professionals who are representing our community in the right way, and no knock to other reality shows, but this one was like more our speed. Um, and so it was one couple in particular, I'll be honest with you, that kind of stood out that was like, man, they doing some big things, you know, beyond just what you saw on social media or on reality TV. So we wanted to have them inside the vault to talk about the powerhouse that is Dr. Damon and Dr. Heavenly Kimes. How you doing? Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you uh, for being our guest. Thank you um, for having us. You know, one thing you did right, you said my husband's name first. Mm. Don't ever put my name before his. Mm. You did that right, yes. brother. Praise right, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, for those who don't know, right, who is Dr. Damon, who's Dr. Heavenly Kimes? 
Um, I'm gonna let my husband speak first. Dr. Damon, oh, okay. who are you? Um, so I'm a husband on Married to Medicine. I'm uh, one of the cast members. Um, I'm really there to support my wife. Uh, I'm a physician here in town. I'm multi-boarded in addiction medicine, emergency medicine, family medicine, and I'm board eligible, meaning I've completed all my training for pain. Um, let's see what else. I don't know. I'm pretty humble, so you know maybe I've done a few other things, yeah. but we'll talk about that. Some some major things. Yeah. You know what? I don't know why I have a problem leading with married mm -hmm. medicine because I think we're so much more than that. We were that beforehand. You know, I met my loving husband um, at Meharry Medical College in Nashville, Tennessee. We've been married 24 years. Oh, We've been together 27 years. We have three beautiful kids. We're children of God and we work hard. You know what I mean? We yeah. work hard. Yeah. Really yeah. hard. Yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? Are you a coach, consultant, service provider, course creator, or expert that wants more clients to happily pay you 3K to 10K for your programs and services? If you answered yes, I have a special gift for you. It's from my guy, Markwell Russell, and it's called the Paid Ad Playbook, which shows you how to actually get 50 to 100 leads every single day that actually convert into clients. Marquell, he's used the same process to help clients create over $250 million in revenue. And this is more than a quarter of a billion dollars. You heard me right. Some of the top influencers, coaches, and consultants in the world have used Marquell strategies to build multi-million dollar businesses, and they still use them on a daily basis. And the cool thing is that this works for you even if nobody knows who you are. So to get free access, go to InsideTheVaultGift.com or text VAULT to 904-447-5274. Again, that's InsideTheVaultGift.com or text V-A-U-L-T to 904-447-5274. My God's going to take care of you. Let them know that AshCast sent you. And 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 talk, talk talk to us a little bit about some of like the businesses you know because I I I was gonna try to it's it's so much that I couldn't even say it in the intro but like talk to me a little bit about the businesses that you guys have you know together individually because I think that um, it's important for people to know um, that you know just because you go uh, to school for one thing doesn't necessarily mean that that's all you have to do like you could be way more than what your degree says or what your profession says. So talk to us a little bit about some of those businesses. Well, um, I guess we, we've had a lot of them. They have not all been successful, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, I did two residencies, so that was like being in jail for six years mm. and because uh, they're three years apiece, and I did them back-to-back. -back. So on Friday, I was a chief um, resident, a big-time physician at, at the family medicine uh, residency, and then on Monday, I was an intern again. Mm. Wow. in emergency medicine. So I don't know if people know about that training, but it's really hard and no one wants to do intern year twice. Yeah. So I did that, finished up the residencies. I'm really into music. So we opened a record label when, we, when I first got out. People were like, a record label, but you're going into medicine. I was like, man, I've been wanting to do this forever. Yeah. So we opened the label. We got a little radio play, got some, you know, some placements and got a, a, a distribution deal with Universal. So we, we had some success. Um, but that wasn't a big money maker for us. We just tried. I tried really hard. I mean, I spend days uh, in the studio till 3 a.m. and then go to work in the ER at 7 a.m. So I was I was working. Mm -hmm. So they didn't all work, but right. we we kept on going. We never really stopped. Wow. So wow. 
Yeah, you know, with me, um, I don't know if a lot of people know I own nine dental practices. Nine. So, yeah, nine. Um, uh, it was called Heavenly Dental Associates. Had billboards all around. And what I was doing was buying practices from um, doctors that did not understand the business acumen. of. They knew the, the, the book work. They knew how to cut a prep, but they did not know how to run a business. So I became the person that they came to. And, uh, you know, my husband was a physician. So, you know, we always lived within our means. And I always said cash was king because when somebody was in dire straits they would call me and say hey you know what I owe the IRS or so I'm, I'm behind in this that and the other and um, I would buy those practices on the spot for cash wow. so um, I bought nine of those um, sold seven successful practices two of them were failures we couldn't get them up and running yeah. um, and did that for years you know of course started times management you know uh, where we invested in real estate owned 10 properties i think we still got four right now four four mm -hmm. properties one residence and three investment properties we just brought a lake house so it's five properties um and um i wrote written three books in the, in the time um right now i'm in private practice by myself all cosmetic dentistry we don't take insurance or or um you know, Medicaid or anything like that. We all cash and we do all cosmetic dentistry. Nice. And uh, Meredith Medicine kind of just fell in our laps. Mm -hmm. uh, the girl that was working with uh, um, a doctor that worked with Damon mm -hmm. um, was pitching a show and they saw that, you know, they looking for people with bling, like nice houses, nice cars and stuff like that. And somebody who, you know, had a mouse, I guess. So right, right, we actually right. fell into that. That but, wasn't um, me. And I was going to say, was that you, David? Or? <laughs> oh, you know, so, um, Not at all. No, yeah, I'm so we fine. invested in a lot of stuff. We actually had a, uh, a, um, a, a company, a staffing company. Yeah. Uh, of course, real estate. We had a, a record label. Um, I, we've done a lot together. And like he said, all of them haven't been successful, but we damn sure learned a lot yeah. in every, and, every one. And so where, where does that come from, that, that level of... Um, I guess entrepreneurship, right? Because you're doing mergers and acquisitions, record label. Um, that's not typical for, for, for doctors, to be honest, right? That's not typical because for me, you know, my, my background was a banker, right? And so I've had a lot of doctors as clients, and doctors are doctors. Like they just. Yeah, medicine's it. That's it. Yeah. And so to be, you know, to, 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 to dedicate all that time to get, you know, to, 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 to be a doctor but then also have all of these different moving, moving parts. Like where does that, that, that hustle or that level of entrepreneurship come from? Fear of God. Oh. So people won't maybe not understand that at first, but basically I was afraid that if God gave me all these talents and I didn't utilize all of them, I was failing him. Wow. So I was like, you know what? I, I really don't have a choice. Like, I can play seven different instruments. Why though? Right. Is that just because? Right. Or should I be doing something with that? Wow. I can write pretty well, but why? You know, maybe it was because I needed to to edit her book. You wow. know, so I read her book and and edited it the best I could. Um, so you know, it, it was fear. I, I just I don't want when my time comes for me to look at God and Him say anything except for how pleased He is with what I've done. Wow. You know, and and. So I figured I'd just give my best. So that still remains like we've done a lot, but I don't. And the other thing was fear of relying on one thing. Yeah, I couldn't. That's why I'm multi-boarded. Mm -hmm. I could. I just couldn't. I wanted to take good care of my family and I didn't want anything to be in the way, you know, and, and there's obstacles that come up. So I was like, I'll, I'll be able to just pivot if I need to. So I did emergency medicine and I did well. I was I was uh, the uh, medical director. Um, you know, got pretty good name recognition throughout Georgia because at one point I was the youngest medical director. Um, but then 
You know, no one tells you in medical school or dental school about the business that you're going into. Uh -huh. We just learn how to save lives and keep people from dying and whatever else, which is unbelievably important. Yeah. But how do you make the lifestyle? How do you make sure that the money that you're working so hard to earn lasts? I learned that really from my wife. Uh -huh. But the emergency medicine part, I learned that we were really just pawns. Uh -huh. So a lot of people put doctors up here, but unless you have a good business acumen, you're really just a worker for whomever you're working for. So I was working for the hospital and in the contracting uh, agency that they use to staff the ER. And I realized it, it was a ceiling, you know? I mean, I was medical director, you could become area director, but there really wasn't a whole lot after that. Uh -huh. So at, at one point I just was like, I've got to do something different. Uh -huh. So my wife, um, you know, I, I told her I was unhappy. I, I was always unhappy in the ER, I don't even know why. Yeah. I was good at it right. and people lived and all that, but. I just couldn't, I just wasn't happy when I went to work. Right. And so one day, me and my wife talked about it and she said, stop doing it. Oh. And um, it wasn't that quick, you yeah, know, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I worked, I opened up my, my office, I hired other doctors, I worked at ER to pay, pay them. And then I realized I still gotta go back to school because yeah. they're not getting the patient satisfaction and other things. So I decided to go and go back to school. And ultimately the, the timeline went from most of my time in ER to more of my time in my office to where it's about equal and then more time in the office and eventually I was able to walk away from the ER. Oh, I love it, love it, love it, love and it. And now he has two practices, interventional pain. Nice. He does a lot of uh, personal injury cases and stuff like that. But yeah, he would have to thank me for that. Listen, <laughs> so I was I was doing my thing. Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial mind. I think it's innate because nobody in my family ever did that. Mm -hmm. um, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my financial education. I was mm -hmm. the one that always went to the mastermind courses, mm -hmm. trying to figure out the money, trying to figure out the stuff. Because now we got this money, we got to figure out how to save it. We um, got financial planners, all that, you know, was on me. Damon was working. So I was taking his money and investing it, right? Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't scared to start other businesses because I knew he had it. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people was like, Emily, you not scared? Scared of what? Yeah. I'm scared of being broke. Mm. So I was always running scared. We had a Jamaican guy used to say, always run scared. Mm. You know, no matter how much you got, yeah. act like you ain't got nothing. Mm. Yeah. So we work hard and we still work hard to this yeah. day. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at Damon. I was like, Damon, I got doctors working for me. I have dying practices. I had all the specialties working for me, endo, uh, oral surgeries, work, oral surgeons working, all that. And I'm looking at Damon and how much I paid my doctors. And, you know, $250 an hour might sound like a lot, mm -hmm. but then I would say, Damon, but how much they make it in the ER? And any, if anybody knows if they've ever been to the ER, yeah. they owe thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Their insurance will pay thousands of dollars. Damon's seeing 30, 40 people a night mm -hmm. and they paying him $250 an hour. Wow. And wow. I'm like, boo. And then they used to send him on retreats and take me there and they would give me a massage and have a, I'm like, this ain't shit. Right, right. Like, dude, right. I know what this man is making y'all. Right. I understand, exactly. you know what I exactly. mean? Yeah, so yeah. I was like, daddy, you could have other doctors working for you. You can yeah. do this yourself. Yeah. So I think I encouraged him, you yeah. know? I would. Well, yeah, and I recruited when I was director, I recruited most of the doctors working anyway. in the ER anyway. Right. Right, right. So that's where the staffing company came. A friend of yeah. mine who, who now has passed, uh, we, we started a company together and we were doing it. We, yeah. were, we recruited more docs. We started staffing some of the larger hospital organizations around, staffing ERs, uh, clinics. We were really doing it. And then he passed away and that kind of took a little of my focus away because that was, that was pretty devastating. But you know, I kept going. So we still have the staffing company out and now I only do it for friends and, you know, other docs that are close to me and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was, you know, my wife, we both weren't scared. But then people always say, well, what drives us? But I don't know, because like we just are still driven. Even in 
the face of success, we feel like there's more to do because mm. we're trying to make generational wealth for our children. Mm. We're trying to, to make a difference in the world. And like I said, those 10 talents, I'm gonna keep going until my last day. Yeah. Right, I feel like we haven't done enough. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Based on all that we've done, yeah. I don't have $40 million, I don't have $50 million, and I think that we that's the goal to get there. I mean, yeah. we got the life insurance, we yeah. have the 401ks, the cash saving plan, yeah. we did all that for the kids, the 529s, the IRA, yeah. but if you look at that, that ain't really that much, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Most of our money is in real estate, right? Yeah. So I'm saying, shoot, until we get to a certain number, we yeah. gonna hustle, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm still working in my office, I just opened a beauty supply store. Awesome. Um, I I had a friend of mine that was running beauty supply stores and I was like, you know what? If my arm broke tomorrow, mm -hmm. million dollar arm, mm -hmm. I can't do shit, right? Yeah, yeah. But a beauty supply store um, is a multi-billion dollar industry right. and I just got to figure out what well, figures out how to get the products away from Asian folk, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had a girl in LA that was already doing it. She got me onto her vendors and her suppliers and stuff and I was like, I can do this. Yeah. And Finding staff isn't as difficult yeah. because I don't need a doctor. You know right, what I'm saying? A right. doctor, we shoot it ain't, but so many, right? right? But I can find somebody, you know, and if you know, get somebody good and pay them fifteen dollars, and they'll right. work hard, right. you know, for them right. fifteen because they're getting eight dollars somewhere else. Right, right. So, um, yeah. open a beauty supply store that's been successful. We only had that like what five, four, five months, yeah. doing well. Already had um, already had success with that. And uh, we just grinding. Daddy just opened his second office um, in Decatur because a lot of his uh, personal injury cases could not make it to Roswell where he is now. Yeah. So a lot of them go to Decatur and um, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to uh, sort of make an analogy for people to think about, if, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. I know I'm talking a lot. I normally don't oh, yeah. talk that no, much. You're good. But, you're good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. so I went to a dinner meeting one night with a guy who motivated me a lot, and it was very simple what he said, but I never forgot it. So. We were talking about how he bought an interventional pain practice like mine mm -hmm. and it quadrupled his income. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how did you do that? You're not even the doctor. What, I mean, like, what did you? He said, we were referring out too much. Mm -hmm. So I decided to bring it in-house. Whatever we could do in-house, we were going to do that. Mm -hmm. And he said, so then I thought of other things that we were sending out where we didn't need to. So I said, okay. I said, well, and so we talked about some specifics on what he had done and what he brought in office. And I said, well, what about if the insurances change? What if they change the, the pay rate on certain things? Because that happens every year, insurances, and people don't know that, but insurances are meeting every year to determine what the cost of certain procedures the doctors do or services the doctors provide, how much they're going to pay. And that could be good if they decide to go up. Or it can be bad if they decide to go down. So I said, well, what if they just decide to not pay? He said, well, Damon, you know, we're, I was sitting there. We're sitting at a dinner table. He said, look at the glass of water. Which would you rather be, the water or the glass? Mm. So I'm going to let you think about it oh. for half a second. Oh. And then your answer, my answer was wrong. I, hopefully other people feel this way. Yeah. And maybe they're just smarter than me. But I was like, I'd rather be the glass. I'm sturdy. I could hang in there. Mm -hmm. He said, no. Mm -hmm. And I said, why not be the glass? He said, you need to be the water. Mm -hmm. I said, why? Because you can change shape with whatever mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. right. And right. I was like, so that's your answer. You, you'll pivot. If yeah. the insurance company say, we're not going to pay in this particular procedure, yeah. there's always something else because there's a million things wrong with people right. and there's other things that they reimburse. So be the water. Mm -hmm.
Hey, how you guys doing? Hold on, hold on, don't press that button because that's what I do every time I'm looking at an ad that I don't want to see. This ad just happened to be life-changing. I just happen to own one of the biggest home healthcare companies in the state of Georgia. I can help you create your own. Just to give you a little bit of insight, I send out registered nurses, LPNs, and CNAs to take care of people inside of the homes that cannot take care of themselves. But guess what? You don't have to have any medical background and you don't have to have any medical knowledge. So if you're wanting to change your life and you have a passion for actually taking care of people, then go ahead and sign up for Home Healthcare Blueprint. I'll see you guys later. Right, right. And I love that. I love that. And then, you know, speaking of that, about like pivoting, um, how did like the pandemic and, you know, you know, have, having uh, people sh our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Shut in and jobs losses and things of that. Like, how did that affect you know affect the business? Well, for me, when I first heard about coronavirus, I was actually terrified of it because the ER they know they knew nothing about it and people were dying left mm -hmm. and right. And as a dentist, I'm right there with the respiratory fluids. I'm right, right there, even though we already use universal precautions, and we just started doing that because of HIV, mm -hmm. the gloves, the mask, and the eyewear. Mm -hmm. um, so I was there, and they were saying, "Hey, the respiratory droplets, you could die of corona." Mm -hmm. So I closed my office immediately. Wow. I stopped working. Wow. Like for 40 days, I stopped working. Praise God, you know, I had a husband with an income. Mm -hmm. But um, I stopped working and I waited for the ADA to give us guidelines on how we could safely work, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, I started a YouTube channel. Well, I already had it, but I started yeah. doing it every day at noon because I got it from that movie with Will Smith. What's it called, Daddy? Legend. Oh, Remember yeah, Legend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would go every day yeah. at, at, at 12 yeah. noon, yeah. I would go live on YouTube and talk yeah. about finances. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that grew my YouTube up. And I got like 100,000 views now. Nice. And I don't do it that often. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I did. I closed my office. And yeah. then when I reopened, what it taught me was I could see patients virtually. Mm. And I'm still seeing them virtually. Like we see people from LA, New York, all that, mm -hmm. and actually look at them. Maybe they have the x rays, maybe they don't, but I can pretty much tell you what's wrong with your mouth mm -hmm. and how much it's going to be virtually. Mm. Wow. And then we get patients in. And then I learned that I didn't need to see insurance, so I stopped seeing insurance altogether. Mm -hmm. Quadruple my practice during the pandemic. Wow. Quadruple. Wow. Damon never stopped working. Wow. 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 But I took an active role because. I felt like, okay, I can't sit here and do nothing. And Georgia was closed at the time. Yeah. And I was like, what are we going to do? Then I heard a, an announcement um, that we're going to open the state back up. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, we'll do a bunch of testing. People will know where they stand. But there was no announcement on testing. Uh -huh. So I was like, well, we got to do something. I mean, we got to test. Yeah. So I wrote a letter, letter to the governor. I wrote a letter to the uh, mayor yeah. of Atlanta. I, I, I wrote a letter to other folks as well. And I said, hey, I'm willing to do this. 
at no cost to you. Mm. All I want is for you to help me open doors so we can test as many people as possible. Yeah. And quiet as kept, Keisha Lance Bottoms helped Damon to the to the umpteenth. Wow. And she never did put her name in it. She never right. did take any credit, but she got him into a lot of doors. Wow. Right? Wow. 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 Yeah, we, wow. we didn't get as much help from the, the, the state Governor. government side, yeah, yeah. But, but that was okay because mm -hmm. it didn't matter. And so people were telling me I couldn't do it. You can't do testing, you can't do this. But I didn't listen to that. I wow. said, we must do this. Yeah. And so I kept pushing. Eventually, um, one person told me we couldn't do it at the state level. And I told her we could and we would do it. Okay. And within two hours, she was calling me saying, we're going to do it and we're going to use you and this and that. So, you know, it's just persistence and yeah. not taking no for an answer. So he started a whole uh, testing company called Georgia, Georgia Know Your, Your Status. Status. And uh, awesome. we saw thousands and thousands of people. We actually went to D.C. <laughs> For the Million Man March <clears throat> on TV, on Meredith Medicine, they allowed us to film it uh, with uh, Al Sharpton, um, uh, ben, ben Crump, Trump. and uh, um, uh, mm -hmm. Martin, Luther, Martin Luther King. Yeah, he was the involved in the, in the battle. He didn't but he much. did all the corona testing for that wow. whole situation on the March on Washington, which was what, last year? Yes. Wow. And wow. we filmed it. And what is where does your, your sense of resilience come from, right? Because, you know, as I, as I hear you talk, I think one of the great things I love is the is the balance, right? It's like yin and yang, and it, you know there's a there's a there's a true balance and there's a true uh, support system that you guys support each other. But you know, in in your own way, um, both of you are the same, right? And you have this level of resiliency, this 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 thing that says, "Man, we 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 just gonna do it," right? And um, and, and I'm, 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 I'm more just thinking about the mindset, right? Like, what is that that mindset comes from? You know, Damon and I are very different because yeah. I feel like I start businesses and stuff because I can depend on him. I know whatever happens, he's going to be okay. Yeah. He don't depend on me like that, right. even though he can and I'm always there and I'm, right. I'm his rock. Right. He always said, nah, I'm the man. I'm going to do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. So I depend totally on him with the yeah, things I yeah, do. But yeah. him, he wants to be, you know. So even though I'm there and I do things and I do put out fires that he don't nothing about, yeah. but he always takes the charge and he always, you know, is the leader. Yeah, but 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 to, but to that end, right? Like, it it does still take a level, right? Like he has this uh, fearlessness. Like, listen, I'm gonna try it. Fear of God, right? But it it still takes um, perseverance, a, right? A, a, a level of um, perseverance, a level of fearlessness, even, even though that you know, you know, that you could depend on Damon, um, I still kind of feel like a, you know, like, like, like this thing that, you know, you, you know, you still take certain risks. You're still Absolutely. like, we'll, we'll, we'll make, we'll make things happen. And so what, like, where, where is that? Like, what is that? That mindset. You know what? I always look at things as I have no choice but to make it work. Like okay. it's going to work no matter what. So I have the mindset and I look at the big picture. I don't look at the details on how to do it. And I look at the worst case scenario. Mm. What's the worst case scenario? Mm. What's the worst thing that can, can happen out of this? Yeah. So I only put a percentage of my purse into any business. Mm. I don't put everything in nothing so I, I can sleep at night. Right, right, but right. Uh, what's the worst case scenario? I mean, when they train you, they always train you for the worst case scenario. So that's what I think about. And if you think about it, a lot of people come to you and they're afraid they have their own fears even your family your yeah. mama you can't do that you know you can't do that you, you need to be afraid of it but you you look at it and the worst case ain't that bad mm. the worst case ain't that bad because yeah. like, we have been through everything i know right. i have in right. business i've been through everything you could think of i've right. been through it and it wasn't that bad mm. it wasn't that and bad. so and so if i hear you correctly it is 
It is the experience of failing and it not being the end of the world that says, oh, is, is, this, is, this, is this it? Why not keep, keep going? And we fail more so than we are successful yeah. in a lot of things. But when we are successful, it's so successful, mm. it takes over the failures that we had along, yeah. along the way. And so would you, would you say um, that failure is the opposite of success or failure is a part of success? Failure is a part of success, Definitely. Yeah. for sure. Because, yeah. you know, and it depends on how you react to failure. Yeah. So if, if you fail at something, it doesn't work out perfectly and you just give up. You, and, and giving up is not pivoting and switching gears is not giving up. Mm. You may realize that if, you know, you may want to sell bottle caps or something, right? Mm -hmm. But you realize they're not selling yeah. and you decide to sell stock options, whatever you decide. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that works. You just shifted. Mm. You just said, okay, I see this isn't working the way I want. And so you, you shift. The other thing is just, I don't like to lose, mm. you know? So like, whether that was when I was young, getting into scraps, I, I don't like to lose or wrestling or any sport that I've done. I hate to lose. So. Yeah. I was willing to put the time in yeah. and put the effort in to, to be different and to succeed mm. and willing to do stuff that other people weren't. Like there's plenty of times people think, even people that work with me at the office may think, oh, his day's done, he's, he's getting ready to go home. Mm. I may not be going home. Yeah. I may be going to another meeting yeah. to market some more. I may be going to meet with somebody who I can refer patients to or who can refer patients to me. Mm. So it's all this stuff. This, this being done constantly, yeah. and, um, and I'm not tired. The no. thing about it is, I enjoy what I do. Sometimes yeah. I feel guilty because I enjoy it so much, I'm like, this isn't really working, man. I'm just going to help people out. Right. Um, and it's challenging at the same time. Using needles to make a difference in back pain or neck pain or, or nerve damage and stuff like that is, is amazing, mm. and, and to look at the folks face when they get up and they're like, man, I feel better. Someone who's in a car accident who, you know, and the other thing mentioning car accidents and personal injury, you know, we've relied on one method of making personal injury work for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's time to try something different. Yeah. A lot of businesses and, or, and industries have used the knowledge that physicians bring to the table to make a bunch of money off of them. Uh -huh. We're the ones doing the thinking, uh -huh. we're the ones doing the diagnosis, but someone else is making a killing. Right. So I said, you know what? Let's do a personal injury office that, you, that, that starts with the physician. Not excluding anyone. Uh -huh. You need your personal injury attorney, you may need chiropractors, you may need physical therapists, but a good quarterback is, is really that. And I think physicians are great quarterbacks um, and figuring out where these patients need to go and what treatments. So if people come to me, they can come to me, one phone call, I guess I'll say it, 678-736-7680 uh, for Roswell Pain Specialist or Roswell Personal Injury, and just say, hey, I was in an accident, I need some help. If you don't have an attorney, we got you. Yeah. If you don't have a chiropractor, we got you. If you don't have physical therapy, we got it. Yeah. So All under one roof. Yeah, yeah. I love roof. that, I love that. And what, 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 what advice um, would you give to uh, a married couple, right, who are looking to get into business with each other, right? So, you know, um, I, I mean, I love the dynamic, right? Uh, you know, been together 27 years, married 24 years, three children, um, and, you know, just to kind of see the, the, you know, the way that, that you guys bounce off of each other, um, like, what, what's, 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 the, what's the secret sauce? Like, how do you make it last, you know? Honest support. Yeah. Like if something's not cool, Heavenly will tell me. Yeah, for like, sure. You know, like yeah, that yeah. it doesn't, you know. And so she challenges me often to yeah. think of what could be like the worst case scenario right. and stuff, and what would you do in this situation? Right. But but it's honest, but it's supportive. Yeah. And so 
With me, I have a little different approach. Really, whatever she wants to do, I'm going back her. So she doesn't need to ask me so much. I, I, and I don't hold her back either. Yeah. I think that's another thing. You know, you can support, but then there's too much control yeah. where you're trying to, you know, everyone, God made us all and he made us individually. So right. if she has, in her mind, it's something she needs to do, I can't always just say, well, no, I don't think that's, you know, it, it, you know, I mean, maybe that's what God meant her to do. Mm -hmm. So I, I let her do what she wants. And I just, I mean, my, you know, sometimes people ask, well, how do we manage your money? I just work my tail off and give her what I got. Right, right, and yeah, that's yeah, really. Yeah. And that's it. the smartest thing he could ever do. I let me do it. it. I take it and I invest it. I do what I need to do. Now, when you say businesses together, we don't work together. Mm -hmm. Like he has his own business. I've probably been to his practice twice mm -hmm. and he's been to mine twice. We work separate, but equal. Mm -hmm. We work separately. But when we do do something as the woman, yeah. it's very difficult because mm -hmm. I have to turn off my boss had and allow him to leave. You know what I mean? Even though I have to learn and it's difficult to do and I ain't always successful. <laughs> I have to learn how to speak to him in a way that he can understand what I'm saying and vice versa yeah. and um, allow him to be the man still. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's yeah. hard to do. Yeah. And I think that's the, I ain't gonna say that's the flaw, but that's the flaw right. of a lot of women. They right. forget yeah. that, and you know, and then people call me old fashioned or oh, you thinking like the wrong way. Yeah. Keep doing the things the way you're doing and yeah. not making men feel like men, your yeah. marriage will not last mm -hmm. and you will see that that's the truth. And yeah. it's biblical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so, but yeah. then you also got to be the type of man where Absolutely. you're, you're you unshaken. I mean, right. like, really, you know, my advice to people would be if someone says something that makes you feel like you can't accomplish your goals, stop talking to them about mm, it. Yeah. Don't yeah. have that conversation. Yeah. Or if somebody decides to put their two cents in and it's negative, be determined enough to say, OK, I appreciate your opinion. But I'm gonna make it happen anyway. Yeah. I don't even have to tell people that. I just right. listen. I'm like, OK. Right, right, but right. I'm already thinking. Hey, yeah. you say what you want. Yeah. You know, I'll, I will listen to everything and, yeah. and consider everything because it might be great advice someone gave me, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, I'm, I have unwavering faith in what God can do and what I can do. Nice, nice. No, I love that. And so, Dr. Heavenly, I know uh, you've written books, you've done, you know, speaking and things of that nature. Um, you know, what, what was the, the, the motivation around, you know, your books? Um, that was just a natural progression. Yeah. I mean, after the things and the money I put into my financial education, I don't know if a lot of people know, I have a real estate license. I have the Series 65. I have an insurance license. So I understand all different angles of business, probably enough to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. But um, I educated myself on a lot of stuff and I wanted the world to know. I started out saying you can have it all. A lot yeah. of women feel like if they're mothers, they stop there or if they're wives, they stop there. But you can have it all however you can't have it all the same day mm. you got to prioritize and make yeah. sure your man taking care of God comes first then your family then yeah. everything else yeah. and then be a mother like yeah. you know what I mean I feel like that was one of the great callings that I had to be I always wanted to be yeah. a mother yeah. like that's why I became a dentist and not a physician because yeah. I didn't want a long call yeah. I, didn't, I wanted to set my own hours I wanted to be a wife and a mother. That mm -hmm. was my whole goal in life. And I went to dental school, i.e. his medical school, mm -hmm. to find my husband. Mm -hmm. And I did yeah, that. I right. put it on a vision board and it worked. Wow. So wow. you plan all aspects of your life, not yeah. just business, but your marriage too. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. And then like, so now uh, you've, uh, you know, envisioned this lifestyle. You guys are together. How do you uh, balance sort of like the grind, right? Like, you know, because because both business 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 folks have successful businesses, children. Like, how do you how do you balance it all? Well, you know that's very difficult, and I stay on him all the time because yeah. he will work all the damn time if yeah, you allow him. Yeah, and yeah. I know a lot of women have a problem with a man not working. Right. This man will work too much, so I make him. Mm. 
not make, but make them. Right. Take off Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I make them take off every other Friday. I work three days a week. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I have time for other things that we want to do. Yeah. Because you get in a rat race and you realize right. you, even though he enjoys what he do, does and I love what I do, you got to prioritize and still have time to go yeah. on, on date nights and go on trips and stuff like that and enjoy the things that you 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 we work so hard for yeah yeah and no, i love that i love that and so you know a, a lot of people uh who have these professions right so whether it's a doctor whether it's you know a financial advisor they might work within a system um you know what advice would you give them on the first steps to take if they wanted to be their own boss um Figure out what it is that you're passionate about. You know, figure out what it is you really like. Figure out what it is. And that everybody doesn't seem say like that, work. but it's so true. Mm-hmm. You gotta do yeah. something you yeah. like to do. Yeah. yeah, something is, and it may take a minute. You may not realize what that is, um, but once you do, you know, work your tail off it and be the best. Like there's, I've never seen a patient that I didn't give 150 percent, mm-hmm. whether they knew it or not. Right. I gave them 150 of my attention. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about a bunch of other stuff, yeah. and I was truly thinking about how can I solve this problem? How can I figure out what's going on? So you know, I put a, a lot of work into it, and um, and study. You know, there's more downtime than people think they have. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you think you're working your butt off, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, there's a guy, if I was going to quote somebody, David Goggins mm, is a yeah. guy that I'm incredibly impressed with. He is a little cursing more than I do, but um, but the thing about it is he, he talks about this 40% rule. And he talks about how we're really, most of us are really only doing about 40%, even though we're thinking we're giving 100% or 80%. You can probably always do a little more. Mm-hmm. And if you train, you can definitely do more. Mm-hmm. So training by studying training by trying to stay in shape because if you're if you're not healthy you can't really accomplish as much as you want mm-hmm. um so you know that's i guess that's my advice and then the, uh, the most important thing for sure is keeping god first and remembering remembering things like philippians 4:13 i can do all things through christ who strengthens me mm-hmm. and or something mm-hmm. something that makes you feel like man i'm going to go get this yeah. today yeah. you know and then just always grinding like goggin says uh getting after it like i mean man i probably listen to his stuff the same things all the time because i want my mind to constantly be thinking of doing more and it's and it's not harder to do that it's just that that's the mindset you have to have in order i think to be truly successful is you're going for you're going to that next level yeah. at all times. Yeah, oh, well done. And well done. if you think about it, all successful people speak the same stuff, and mm-hmm. all of it's biblical. Whether you want to make it the universe laws of the mm-hmm. universe, you want to say it's a secret, mm-hmm. it's all biblical. Like he says, faith comes by hearing, mm-hmm. hearing the same things over and over, and believing it, just yeah. visioning it yourself, writing it down, taking a picture, visioning it, knowing you can do it. Yeah. If you can, you if you think you can, if you think you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. So if you know you can do it, right. then even if you get obstacles, I know I can get this. I don't know what's going happen on the way mm-hmm. but I see the big picture and I know I'm gonna get there envision yeah. it write it down and look at it every day and whatever you want to accomplish you can get there yeah. you know what I'm saying that, and that goes for relationships that goes for money that goes for business or any aspect of your life yeah. and how, but how, how, does, how does one get there right because there's people um you know you guys talk about your failures and there's people who 
um, do fail, and it, but they but they get into like this this dark space, you know, right. this space of like man, you know, there, there's no you know there's you know there's there's no way up, right? And so you know how how do you you know like speak to that person that person that's yeah. currently going through it, and you know yeah. So like what it is is like so what is that person's food? Mm. What are they using as fuel to fuel you know what they're trying to do? Yeah. So if your fuel is you're reading your Bible. You're, you're, you're reading your books for school or whatever. You're talking to people who get you motivated. That sounds like pretty good fuel. You're eating healthy food. But if you're talking to someone who's negative mm. and you hear that and someone's like, man, they, you know, the whole theory of, you know, the man is holding me down and different things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And that's popular. People mm-hmm. will, will say that all the time. Yeah. You got to think about what food you're getting in. What, you know, if you're listening to a bunch of negative talk, it's going to have an effect on you. Yeah. You know, so I really mean it when I say don't talk to people who tell you you can't make it. I'm not saying don't talk to them because mm-hmm. they may be related to you, you may love that person. Yeah. But I cannot talk to that person about my goals. Yeah. We can yeah. talk about golfing or, or football or whatever, but we're not going to talk about what I'm trying to work on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think mm-hmm. that like Damon said, and he led with it, it's got to be faith. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because if you know you can do it and God put it in your heart and you know, you pray and you meditate on that thing. And when you have problems and you have failures and stuff like that, you go give it back to God and right. say, God, what you want me to do? Right. What you want me to do with this? And he will talk to you. He'll lead you in the way you need to go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes stuff ain't for you. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes things, you know, it's a path and mm-hmm. things ain't for you. But like you say, be the water. Yeah. If you, you start selling hair and the hair wasn't working but you got a hair store put some clothes in there mm, you know what i'm saying yeah, put yeah. some shoes in that thing you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. sell whatever yeah. so you got to be the water and find out what works yeah. and, and run with that yeah. absolutely no, i love that i love that and how how has uh television um helped or hurt it like like how how has that assisted in you know what you you know what, what you guys are doing well, I'll answer that question because Damon has not been on the forefront of television. He has never been the type to ever, you know, be a part of the reality TV. He's got he's got my back like he's sitting there and he's you know, he'll give his input, yeah. but he's not a part of the drama and all that there. Right. Um, starting reality TV was one of the scariest decisions of my mm-hmm. life. Like, OK, I got nine practices. I'm doing this. I'm making this amount of money. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, then you know, when you first start with reality TV, they don't pay you no real money. Right. It goes up, you know, every season. Right. So if you paying me this and I'm taking a chance mm-hmm. like a mug because mm-hmm. I know what reality TV is. I didn't watch it, mm-hmm. but I know it was a negative connotation totally, with it. Yeah. All we knew was Nene, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, or, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Something like that. Right. So we, we um, looked at it. And I was saying, Daddy, I call him Daddy. Mm-hmm. Daddy, you think I should do reality TV? Yeah. And everybody was telling me, I ain't gonna say no names, but big mm-hmm. name people was like, Dr. Heavenly, don't do it. Don't wow. do it. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at my husband, I said, Daddy, should I do reality TV? Mm-hmm. He said, You should. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, even though he's a calm, mild man or ain't right. bothered in the drama, right. he said, You'd be great at it and you're gonna mm-hmm. kill it. He said, You have thick skin, you don't yeah. care about, you yeah. know, what people yeah. say, and you got a quick mouth. He yeah. said, You're gonna kill it, baby. Mm-hmm. He said, And I'll support you in any way. I don't wanna be on it, but I'll yeah, do yeah, it for yeah. you. <laughs> and right, and right, I, right. that was all I needed because yeah. everybody else was telling me not to do it. Mm-hmm. And I initially, I turned it down. I was like, Nah, mm-hmm. I don't wanna do this. Yeah. You know, and then they called me the next season and it was something tangible that I saw and I was like I'm a businesswoman if uh, they got two point something million viewers you know total 
what could I do with that audience? Yeah. So I was like, shit, I'm going to take a chance. Right. And I did it. And it has flourished in all of my businesses. Nice. Um, like you say, you look at people like Candy. She's one of my mentors. Like, I look at what she's doing. She used that thing to... Wow, and absolutely. you look at her and you say, why everybody? Yeah, 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 you, everybody yeah. got the platform. Why won't they use it to build yeah. a business? You watch her. She got her sex toys on the thing. Yeah. They making a big drama about it. But at the end of the day, you remember you got exactly. her damn sex exactly. toys. Exactly. You got a restaurant. You got her, her all this stuff she's yeah. bringing out. Yeah. And then I watch my girl, Dr. Jackie, mm -hmm. got a, a skincare line. Don't yeah. even do no skin. Right. She opens you right in. Right. She got sex toys. She got a book house. Yeah. She got yeah. a, a surrogacy center. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So reality TV is a way you can get to. I mean, if you look at all the drama and stuff, mm -hmm. that's what sells the people right. there. But once you get the audience, then you can educate them. No, I love that. And I think that that's important because some people uh, do it for fame, right? Like to, to be noticed. And then some people use it as a like a commercial, you know, and, and you know, Candy uh, was one of our first interviews and like just kind of getting into the mindset of how she was successfully able to like use that platform to, like a free commercial. But you know, you know who's know? also as smart? That damn Todd. You ever mm. talk to him? No, that damn Todd is smart too. Like she picked him really well yeah. in the sense that he's the backbone of what she's the face of it yeah. but he's the numbers guy behind it just mm -hmm. adding stuff up you talk to him he's he's yeah. pretty smart as yeah. well yeah. so no, they got no, it going no. on power couple yeah. and you look at them and you be like shit if they do it i know i could do right. it right. i know i could use this platform right. for this you know what i'm saying yeah. and ride this thing till they till the wheels fall off because i get it you yeah. know how yeah. to do it and be successful at it yeah and so so what, what's what's next what's next for, for the kimes well, for me, my 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 passion is dentistry. It always has been, always will be. That'll be my number one thing. That's where I make my most money. I want to uh, do Dr. Heavenly University where I train dentists. I already started. I actually had it up and running until the corona thing, and then I had to shut it down. But um, train dentists on how to make money with dentistry. Like, a lot of people come out of dental school and know nothing about business. Yeah. I, I, I've witnessed them. I've bought their practices. I've done this. But you got to teach them the marketing aspect, the financial aspect, and how much power they have because sometimes they don't even realize it when talking to a banker. If you know the banker and you know the vice president, it don't matter what you got. It's right. all about relationships, you know? Yeah. And you got to know how to save it. Take it to the financial planner and put it in that 529 so you can't, you know, for the kids or that 401k or that cash savings plan. I, anything tax deductible or tax deferred, you yeah. want to put it in there. Life insurance yes. products and all that kind of stuff. I took those classes. Yes. So I want to give that information to my people. You know, I invite everybody, but you know, my people yeah. that don't listen. And I'm at the age now where the young people come to me and they look up to me. And I'm like, hey, come to Dr. Hamlin University. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I ain't even got to charge them that much. Mm -hmm. I got a relationship with the vendors. Mm -hmm. So the implant people want the money, you know, they're going to sponsor it. The people mm -hmm. that's doing the lab work want to sponsor mm -hmm. The financial planner, the bank's coming right, at me right. saying, okay, I give you $50,000, mm. I give you this, that, and other, yeah. and doing it quarterly, right. and bring these people in and educating right. them on how to make money. I love it, I love so it. So that's my goal, Dr. Heavenly University. Okay, okay. Um, mine is uh, to, to, so, you know, we talked about Russell's so personal <laughs> injury, and so I definitely want to blow that up. But yeah. more importantly, I just want to be obedient. Yeah. I don't know if I've been obedient enough to mm -hmm. what God wants from me. Yeah. Because... You know, reality TV came and my goal initially was not to be seen. I didn't want to be heard. I didn't want to be seen. Mm -hmm. I was going to be there because my wife wanted me to be there, but I wasn't really trying to do input. But the thing was, when God has it on you to where your words are going to make a difference for people, mm -hmm. you've got to let that come out. Absolutely. And I've been fighting it. I'll be honest. I've been fighting it. So my goal is to just be more obedient, speak more to people make myself available a little bit more and you know do some things that my wife's doing she's 
on social media. There are so many things I believe I could tell, especially men yeah. and especially black men, yeah. you know, of, of what to do that could, could help them transcend. So, um, I'm and he got a calling on him, and he don't yeah. realize it. he yeah. got a calling. He got an obligation to do that because there are mm. no, I ain't going to say no, there's very few black men like him, yeah. very few, yeah. that know how to treat a woman, treat mm. the right, be respectful. And, you know, all that now that people saying, oh, that's, that's olden days, that's mm. olden times for men mm. to be respectful and not get into bitch shit and mm. all that and act like a real man. Mm -hmm. they, they water it down like men don't have to be men anymore. Yeah. This is a real man. He's hard worker and he's educated. He's yeah. intelligent. He's articulate. Yeah. And I don't know too many brothers like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's my man. Right, right, you understand right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So I picked him well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we, you know. <laughs> Talk heavy. Talk yeah, heavy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, she's and he's the way he is yeah. because I yeah. molded him into the man yeah. he is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You yeah. found the right one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to have a good foundation to start sure, with, sure. but this man is who he is because yeah. of me. Yeah. Just understand well, that. Well, I think God okay. is. Okay, we're going to pray God for me in your life. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, my grandma. Yeah, grandma, yeah, grandpa, yeah. They had a part. Friend. They birthed them. So. Yeah. So you know, but I mean, the thing is, I'm I'm being obedient. Yeah. By 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 doing more, because it's it's not easy. Like yeah. my wife can get up and she can talk and do podcasts and all. Yeah. I, this is not. I've not been on. I mean, we, I don't even know if I've ever been on a podcast. You have. Yeah. You have one or two. One yeah. or two. I okay. do them all the time. Though. All right, but she she does. Yeah, she doesn't. But I like time. to talk. He yeah. don't. Yeah. But here's the thing. I see the need. I see the need. Yeah, I, I can't sure. sit back or or he'll say, you know, hey, man, I get why do you think I made it possible for you to do all that? Yeah. So you could share it. Absolutely. Not keep it to yourself. I've written 782 songs or so mm. and only five or six. No, probably about 10 have been put out there. Wow. So I'm thinking like, man, come on. That ain't cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you got to get, you know, I, I love music like yeah. and there's a reason for it. But I've got to just. We ain't doing no music. Listen, that's a crooked no, ass no, business, no. and we don't want to no, be a part people, of that. I've okay. already, I'm already. The show is putting my music yeah. on. I'm doing music. That's just seven, seven hundred eighty-two though. That's no, a. That's, he ain't yeah. doing no damn music. No, we I'm gonna let music. that go. I'm always gonna do music, but at the same time, whatever else God leaves me to do, yeah. I'm gonna just do it. I'm not gonna, you know, curtail what He has in yeah. store for me. So. Yeah. That's really it. And Damon's a brilliant writer. Like, yeah. he can do everything. He can play eight different instruments. He's a brilliant writer. He's yeah. a great speaker. If you ever heard him do public speaking, he's that man. Yeah. I don't know where he can. But you know what? He was in private school, right? He went to boarding school mm -hmm. from a little boy. He was in a program. You know, we all grew up poor. Mm -hmm. But he was in a Mensa program where he was a genius or whatever. They put him in a thing in, in a, what is it, Pomfort, where all the rich people went. And he went there on a scholarship and learned how to. And all the qualities that you read in all those books that you got. Like, you know, you read rich dad poor dad you read all these books on how to be successful how to cater to successful people how to get people to like all those is in him yeah. like it was instilled in him from his upbringing or i don't know where you get it from but everything you read in the book be like damn he already do that yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's a struggle for me yeah. but he already got it yeah well there's stuff i need to work on so yeah. i'm working on it I'm, I'm not in mensa i did just took the test to make sure i could be if i wanted to mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and that worked out well oh, but yeah. Yeah. yeah but but um yeah, I'm thankful to be smart because yeah. the thing about it is that's just a blessing. Absolutely. Like people think, oh, you're smart and you take it for granted. I don't. Yeah. I mean, because God could have not, you know, he, he could have not given me that ability, yeah. but he did. So I'm going to use it and I'm going I'm to use it till I can't anymore and just yeah. try to be an inspiration. Because on my emails, it says your success is, is inevitable and with it, you will change the world. Uh -huh. And I think slowly but surely, 
That's how I wrote that on as a as a, just a statement on my emails. But I knew I was like, if I look at this every day, it's going to become reality, yeah. and it is. Right, yeah, I'm making, making a plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you speak it into existence. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And so, like, so let, let's 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 talk let's talk money a little bit, right? So, uh, I remember, uh, you know, I was I was telling y'all behind the scenes uh, that my wife and I, we you know, we always wanted to buy like you know property and build our home, um, and you know, she she showed me this video, this YouTube video. And it's Dr. Heavenly going through this 47-acre property, you know, big, big talk. Like, listen, we bought, we bought the, main, the main lot, then we bought the, we didn't want neighbors, yeah, right? Look, look, look. We bought the main lot, we didn't want no neighbors, so we bought the other two lots, right? Um, you, know, you know, what was the, um, you, know, you know, what was the feeling of being able to do something like that, right? Well, like, well really, we stay outside the city, so we didn't pay that much. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now people yeah. paying three, four million dollars for houses. Yeah. We got our house for like 1.45, the mm -hmm. main property, right. and then we bought the other properties, I think 300, 400,000 on each side, yeah. right? So when we were, um, when I had a practice, I had one in Covington, Conyers, Lithonia, and Social Circle. I put my house in the middle so I could be close to, so I was never in the city. I never liked right, the traffic. Right. I never liked that at all. Yeah. So I wasn't going to be in the city. And where we stay at was equal distance. So we were able to get a great deal. We walked in the house with a lot of equity nice. because it's outside the city. Yeah. And now we paid it off and uh, mm. we just, you know, buying other properties. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, I, be honest with you, I, I didn't really pay that much attention to the property at first mm. because... I was just grinding. I was yeah. working the ER. I was working all I the time. I bought that house without even consulting him. He yeah. like he saw it, but he didn't care. He was like, "Yeah, baby, whatever you." That's what I like about him. Yeah. Whatever you want, baby, get it. They wow. paint the house purple. Yeah, yeah I didn't even fine. see the value. I didn't see the beauty of the house until we were there for a couple of years. Wow. And then I remember uh, we took the kids walking through all the forty-seven acres, and yeah. that's when I realized how huge it was. I was wow. like, "Dang, you." This is a yeah, lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah forty and, um, acres in a meal. They promised yeah, it to we're, us. We're we we're it. still discovering stuff on that property yeah, yeah. because, you know, all those years I worked, and yeah. when and people feel like you know say oh we, you know they don't get how hard I was working. Yeah, like yeah. there was times my first job in the ER I was doing seventeen hour days because it was two and a half hours to get there. Mm -hmm. No hour and forty five to get there. Hour and forty five to get back. Yeah. Then you work a twelve hour shift. And I was the director, so I had to stay over a lot. Yeah. So it was often 17 hours yeah. of, of up and back and yeah. then go back the next day. Yeah. What, what makes you trust your wife so much? She's smart. Mm. And even though she's not perfect and there's certain things we, we've had disagreements with, I, I don't I'm know. I'm not I mean, perfect, baby. Not, not, she's perfect pretty much, but like, you know, it yeah. might have been clean point, that up. Clean, right, right, clean, right. clean that up. Yeah, 0.0001%. But so. She's really proven her point, man. She's yeah. she's better at, at investments and financial. I, I know what I'm good at. Yeah. I'm good at working hard. I'm good at protection. Yeah. I'm good at being a father to yeah. our, our kids. Um, but like she's better on the financial planning side. Yeah. And then I'm not really I don't need much. I mean like you he know. with him scrubs everywhere. He got a jeans and he got about three black t shirts. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's all yeah, he yeah. got. I'm not yeah. I mean like people have made fun of me, like, can't you go and buy but I'm like, hey, man, that's not me, though. Right. Like, I'm not a flashy guy. I mean, if I have anything that looks flashy, she bought it. Right. You know, I didn't. Jeremy got him a nice outfit for the reunion, but he didn't even come. Got yeah, him a nice. A he said it was an Hermes belt. Yeah. They didn't know what the hell that was. My, 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 my son needed me, and, and, that, and that trumps everything else. And mm -hmm. he needed me to be there, and so I was there. And I would, again, yeah. I mean, like, so 
And that's the balance. That was a perfect example of balance because she went on and did what she needed to do. Yeah. So I get that a lot. Because the, because the show is important. Right. But I needed to be a dad and be home, and I did. Mm -hmm. I think one of the reasons that Damon trusts me so much is because I proved myself over and over again. Yeah. One thing that a black man can get, and I don't give a damn what nobody say, is a good black woman. Mm -hmm. We have a power of discernment, and For if sure. y'all are smart enough to listen, mm -hmm. and you don't even understand how she know what she know, but mm -hmm. she know it, yeah. right? Absolutely. And then you look at that person, you say, oh, daddy, he don't mean you know well. Mm -hmm. You judging people, you always, mm -hmm. after a while, about six, seven years, he be like, this she owned something yeah, yeah, yeah. let me just yeah. listen right, you know right. what i'm saying and then you got to be smart enough and humble enough to say my wife really does have a power and i don't know how she knows shit, but i could see things in people just yeah. right away but as to all the men out there you don't have to talk about everything you're doing mm -hmm. there's something bigger that i'm working on right now it's bigger than anything i've ever done mm -hmm. but we really haven't talked about it that much mm -hmm. that's okay yeah. because i'm not wasting money on it mm -hmm. I'm using a lot of sweat equity to make it happen, yeah. and that's it. And so when it comes to fruition, I'll just be like, hey, look at the account, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I get all the money. It's all mad. <laughs> yeah. It's all mad. And that's the thing. It's okay. I give it to her because, yeah. you know, she's trustworthy. I'm not. Because yeah. he loves you know? his wife, and yeah. the many man that don't give his wife everything don't really love her. Mm. That's well, all I'm going to throw out there. That. I'm telling the truth. Because <laughs> yeah. if man don't give you his money, he don't give a damn about y'all, uh -oh. y'all, okay? No, I don't know about that. Uh -oh. I don't know. That's when you gave me every when I met him, he was paying my light bill. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, money isn't really like <laughs> I'm just not no. I know you like no, but like what? money is just not like I want to have things, yeah. okay, but that's just not it's not my driver. Right. You know, my, my what drives me is stability and being able to take care of our kids and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Love it, love it. What would you say is the most uh, extravagant thing you guys have done with money? Individually, um, together, yeah. I think one of the most extravagant things Damon has gotten, and usually it's always for me, about me, when um, he first started his practice, it took him some years to get it up and running. And we were looking at him making fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a month in the ER, and when he started his business, he wasn't making that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, the, the finances changed immensely. And um, it took him some years to get it up. And then when he started doing personal injury and he saw the fruition come in and all the money come in like it was supposed to, because you, you do all these cases and then the start, you know, uh, they close, they yeah. close, they close. Yeah. So you get so many a month. He bought me a Maybach. He brought mm -hmm. it to my birthday and he nice. pulled up in it. And I was like, Daddy, yeah. I ain't need this. That's but. completely out of my, like, I couldn't even And I was that. like, thank you, Daddy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. But if it was for me, I wouldn't have never spent mm. that much on myself. So. Yeah. For myself, the most I ever spent in my lifetime on myself was eight thousand dollars. Wow! And I bought music equipment. Wow! And that was it. And That's I called her and I said, "You know the and drum set." And I said, set, "Hell no, you don't need." No, she didn't, no. no, the drum set alone cost five. Yeah. And so I was like, "Man, but I've always wanted these drums." And she was like, "Go ahead and get it." Yeah. I wasn't gonna get it because I felt like it was too much. He to cheap. You don't want to buy nothing. It was too much to spend on you myself. You make money to spend it, right? You save it, but you got to spend some too, right? right? I mean, look, yeah. you got to yeah. spend yeah. a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, that that's still, and that was years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Like that might have been 2004. Years ago. Yeah. You know, but I, I just that was, and I haven't really spent. I mean, if I've spent. Like you said, it's always been on other people. Right. But that's fine. That's the, that's how I function. Like, yeah. that's not, you know, I got what I wanted. That yeah. music equipment was... He got his wife. That's what he wanted. He yeah. got it. So that's go. what... There you go. Yeah. And so what would you say is the most uh, impactful thing you've done with money? Um, 
probably the COVID testing. When Damon started the COVID testing, yeah, he started, George, yeah. you know your status, and we went into the inner city where the people weren't getting tested. So they didn't know they were getting tested. So when they didn't know they didn't have, they didn't know they had COVID, they didn't know to take the vitamin D or go to the hospital or what to do. So Damon was not only giving them testing for COVID, he was educating them on a lot of different health things and how to stay healthy. So Every I think that was the most it. impactful thing we did with money because nice. we put money into it. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. All right, so we're going to do a, a quick lightning round. And so what we do here inside the vault, we take a few terms uh, and we, you know, give you them terms and we flip them a little bit, right? And so uh, the first term is deposit slip, right? Mm -hmm. You go into a bank, you use a deposit slip, you deposit money into the bank. But for us inside the vault, a deposit slip means a slip up, like a money mistake, right? Mm -hmm. Something that you slipped up. What would you say is your biggest deposit slip, the biggest money mistake you've made? Oh, shit, it's been so many. Yeah. Um, not paying attention. There was one time um, I messed up. You know, our credit score went down because I pay all my bills automatically, right? We had financed the home, um, the, one, the one on the Aspenwood Court. And uh, we financed at home, and I always paid it on time because I did it automatically. They refinanced this thing. I don't know what happened. The loan changed, and it went up $15 a month, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, now I pay way more than the mortgage, but I didn't never open my mail. Right. So for the longest, the people were sending me things saying, you owe $15 more. So yeah. it's six, seven months went down. I'm like, why is my credit score going yeah, down? Yeah. And I looked at it, and I was like, damn, I didn't pay the 15 But anyway, we cleaned it up. But anyway, so now I pay way more than what the mortgage is yeah. automatically because they always tell you pay your stuff automatically. Right, right. So then, you know, it's already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. the biggest slip-up I probably had. Okay. Uh, number two, charge-off, right? So charge-off, you know, you borrow money from the bank, you don't pay the bank back, the bank charges it off. But for us inside the vault, uh, a charge-off is uh, a, a mindset or people that you had to charge off during your journey. Hmm. A charge off. I charge off a lot of people. Yeah. Okay, um, and I'm quick to charge you off. Yeah, yeah. Charge your ass off. It might be a fa family member, a friend, right. or whatever. I don't do too many people because I think just like Damon do. If you're talking to the wrong person and they're saying the wrong things, I think it make. They say there's more than just the five people you're around. It makes yeah. you who you are. It's it's the top two or three people. So you got to be very careful who you spend your time with. Yeah. So I'm very selective about my friends or who I spend time with. And when they start talking stuff, because words have so much power. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? and they speak something and they start saying different things, it's already like, okay, either you got the wrong mindset or you hating or something, mm -hmm. I need to get the hell away from mm -hmm. you. So charge off, I charge off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, love, love it, love it. What's that, how, about, how about you, what type of mindset did you have to charge off, you know, during your journey? I mean, I guess the one I can think of is a, uh, an A-list producer, music producer that we worked together and I was learning all this stuff from him, I was excited, I was like, man, I'll be your best student ever. And I think I was. Um, but the thing is, you know, he was always telling me things that weren't positive. Oh. You know, I would work on a song all night long, wake up in the morning at seven and say, boom, shoot it to him, email. Hey, man, what you think is? And he would crush me wow. every time. Wow. And, I, and, and I took it to heart. I was like, yeah. dang, I guess this does suck, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then I would let other people listen. And they yeah. were like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. What? How did you make that? And so I realized... I think what it was for him, because he told me one day, he said, man, you haven't paid your dues, man. I've been doing this 15 years. I, I spent night and day. I slept in the studio. I lived in the studio. You, you a doctor. You're already financial. And you just come and you do. And I'm like, but I was like, hold on, man. I, I did put my time yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Last night, I didn't sleep at all, but an hour. But I didn't tell him that. Right. But I'm like, 
And so I had to realize I can't listen to him. We're cool, Absolutely. you know, but I don't, because he, he, I couldn't move forward. I just decided I'm going to charge it off. And yeah. like you said, and basically um, I stopped listening. Yeah. And I just started listening to what, what I thought. Yeah. And I learned still, but, you yeah. know, and then people thought it was hot. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Last one. Trust account, right? Uh, you know, your trust account is where you put uh, your precious assets to build your legacy, to move your wealth to the next level here inside the vault. Um, what type of mindset or people that are in your trust account that help you, you know, get to that next level? My wife, for sure. Uh, that, that was a trick question. No, nah, I mean, like... Now you got it. I was, I was going to say. For sure, man. Yeah. Like, one... Oh, she, come on, baby. No, I'm being honest. Here. I'm being honest. No, I'm saying... Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no. she is the investment. So, you know, I, I know that if I give her what I'm making, she's going to make sure it gets divided for our children, yeah. for, for the rest of our family, that yeah. we can help and stuff like that. So she she is the investment, you know, and um, that's that's really and that's all it. he needs is yeah. his wife. That's yeah. it. No, Absolutely. not a whole lot of people. He just yeah. need his woman. That's Absolutely. all. Absolutely. That's I love it. it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. that's his vault. I, I love it. I love it. Hey, one thing I wanted to say, yeah. you know, big ups to you, man, because you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to talk to people. Yeah. Someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be moved. Yeah, absolutely. And I just yeah. have um, at least the faith of a mustard seed to know that, yeah. you know. And it's different because yeah. a lot of people come out with all kind of mess. Like even like reality TV is a whole bunch of drama and a whole bunch of ignorance. Your, your yeah. show seems to be, yeah. uh, you know, and I don't know, you know, but it seems like you're talking about positive things yeah. and, and trying to educate people. My concept has always been to, to, to say to motherfuckers so the ignorant niggas hit me and then bring them in and then give them some knowledge as we talk to them. So that's how I, I operate, but I love the, the platform that you have and you're yeah. doing a great job. Thank oh, you, thank sir. You. Thank you. Yeah, I think, I think for us, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, uh, displaying different types of people who have success. Uh, but what is the mindset, right? So when you think about inside the vault, we're going inside the most precious part it is your, your mind, which is the vault. Um, and so I, and I appreciate you guys, you know, for, for what you do, because, um, you know, when you look at our community, um, there are so many people doing some awesome things. Um, but for whatever reasons, uh, you know, people only want to focus on the negative or the, or, or, or the things that are entertaining, but not realizing that there's some power. There's some people who are making some major moves, right? Mergers and acquisitions, creating their own businesses and practices. Like these are some major things that are happening in our community and people need to know that this exists and if and, and the platform needs to show that you know you don't have to you know take off your clothes you don't have to go crazy like you can really use your brain use the vault in order to build generational wealth so thank you for everything you do all right so if somebody wanted to connect with y'all if they wanted to you know follow you online and, and get tapped into everything you're doing where can they find you for me um you can call our office at 678-736-7680 Roswell Pain Specialist, or you can go to our website, thepainpros.com, T-H-E-P-A-I-N-P-R-O-S.com, and that's pretty much He on social media is Dr. Damon Kimes, but that's me, so all y'all hoes that come in his DM, just understand them pictures that I'm, I'm responding to them, okay, so don't even do that. But you can find me at dr underscore heavenly on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and my website for my office is smilesbydrheavenly.com and heavenlybeautyatl.com. All right, there you have it, y'all. We about to close the vault 
another powerful episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. You can follow me at I am Ash Cash. Thank you for tapping in, tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The greatest money mindset show on the planet. Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. I'll see you next time. Same time, same place. In God's will. Peace. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You won't ask cash, you can catch it right here in the vault.